Welcome to Three Films in a Podcast, the show where Destiny brought together three friends to enhance each other's cinematic journey by watching three new movies in a series of themed rounds. There is no claim of ownership on any film footage used in this episode, as all film footage is owned in its entirety by the copyright holders. And just like every car in Too Fast, Too Furious, this podcast contains spoilers. Enjoy! So I had tried to get rid of um, the visualization exercise that I do when I host episodes. I don't think we've done it since, uh, I want to say the last time we did it was a fistful of dollars, maybe, was maybe the last time that we did it. Um, Anyway, we got some feedback. They want to bring it back. So we're going to go ahead and do the visualization exercise. People demand it. People demand it. Uh, We don't want to lose any more followers than we already have. So we're bringing it back. And so with that, I invite everyone to please close your eyes. And no matter where you may be, whether you're driving, operating heavy machinery, or on a date, this is only going to take a minute, so please just bear with me. You'll be fine. It is 2006, and as far as you're concerned, this is the year of the movie. The Prestige, Pursuit of Happiness, Pirates of the Caribbean, just to name a few movies that start with P. But there is a story you have long enjoyed that is finally getting readapted. A classic tale where something you perceive to be so innocent ends up being absolutely sinister. If you're thinking of X-Men The Last Stand, you're wrong. I'm referring to the 2006 remake of The Wicker Man, starring Nicolas Cage. And here, ready to chat all things Wicker Man, are Tyler in Salt Lake City. Hello, everybody. And Ben. Also up in Salt Lake City. Ahoy there. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really know what to say. <laughs> it was good. I loved it. Thank you. We are three films in a podcast. We are three folks challenging each other and all of you to watch movies you've never seen before. And you can find us anywhere you can find pods and on social media. Obviously, you found us now. Good job. Um, today, we are joined by uh, a very special recurring guest and our very own honey boy, John. From life is but a song hello welcome hello. back john tell us about your pod oh so um it's a musical based podcast where um we talk about musical movies and musical tv shows um to a, it's a bi-weekly podcast and yeah find me at anywhere at but a song pod i also have a another podcast called movie deja vu where it's a movie comparison podcast where uh my ho- co-host jd and i talk about movies that we think are similar in a verbal Venn diagram. Nice. And okay. yeah, you can find, you can find us anywhere. You're listening to this podcast. And you've had uh two thirds of the pod on life. I've already had two thirds of the pod on life's but a song. And hopefully we'll get all of you on in one episode. Hopefully, but we're going to complete the circle pretty soon here, which I'm, <laughs> I'm excited about. Yeah. Yeah. Future episode alert. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's great to have you back on. Uh, thanks for joining us again. And couldn't think of a better movie to have you back on for than The Wicker Man. I love <laughs> Nicolas Cage. <laughs> How can you not? A national treasure, if you will. I, I, I do too. When I was yeah. unemployed, thanks to the pandemic, I went through 37 out of out of his 100 movies at the time and i oh, wow. lost my mind like that scene from community when abed yes. studies nick cage yes <laughs> abed how much nicholas cage did you get enough i watched enough to find the answers because this this is my reality this is how i learned to be and my being doesn't allow for nicholas freaking cage okay yeah oh yeah oh oh and but like i've seen the wicker man prior to that okay binge watch a fest or whatever so oh this movie's this movie's a dream (laughs) (laughs) yeah some might say a nightmare but yeah you know (laughs) yeah splitting hairs here <laughs> yeah i i remember when this movie came out i didn't see it in theater i saw it when it came out uh, i think recently on dvd um i was at someone's house for i think a halloween party of some kind and it was the one that everyone wanted to put on and i watched it and i could not believe 
what I was seeing. I would love if there was I, a 4th of July party that you were at. It's like, yeah, they threw on Wicker Man. You know, we were there to celebrate <laughs> America's independence. So that's what we were watching. But. Celebrating uh, freedom of religion. <laughs> yes, um, yeah, exactly. The 4th of July. <laughs> oh, um, my God. <laughs> um, but uh, I think I revisited it maybe 10 years ago. And I think maybe that's when I saw the extended cut because uh, I was missing some of the scenes that I had remembered. But I had I had revisited it uh, maybe 10 years ago. But The Wicker Man's it's a remake. For those of you who haven't seen this, the one from the 70s with Christopher Lee is much more well received. Uh, it's a much better movie. I personally haven't seen it. I should have I should have done my homework and watched it before this one. But I didn't. It's it's dry, but good. OK, okay. I like that. It's also more. Ooh, um, religious dist. I don't know if that's a whatever the word is. It is. Describe it is. Again. I know where you're going yeah. for there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, in yeah, the yeah. Tyler Beck dictionary for sure. We will add yeah. that in there. I'm going to add it to my lexicon for sure. <laughs> because like the, um, it, it, the main character who's not Christopher Lee, I forget that actor's name off the top of my head. He's a Christian from the mainland of England and he's going to wales or an island of wales i don't remember but they're pagan and they're they're Mm. cultists and everything and i believe it's also like one of the first like culty movies cult Mm, horror movies i want to check it out man i i ran into i didn't know there was an original i didn't know this was a remake the one that we watched for this episode and so when I was researching some things, I saw the wicker man popped up as like one of the best horror movies ever. And I was like, wait, what? And then <laughs> yeah, it turns weird. out yeah. <laughs> it was the original and not the one we just watched, but I want to check it out, man. It seems interesting. You know what? The movies- I, liked, I liked the overall like idea behind the wicker man and the story of it. Like there's things I like. So I want to see when they did it right. You know, yeah. you know what the, the original movie doesn't have Nicholas Cage and Ellen Burstein with the half makeup. <laughs> I was just going to say, like, I kind of <laughs> like that they gender swapped the Summer's Isle, like whoever was in charge. But I, this has also gotten me a rabbit hole down my head of just like, what other movies would Ellen Burstyn have been better than Christopher Lee in? Like, what if she was Count Dooku or what if Ellen Burstyn <laughs> was Saruman? You know, like, let's let's see that Lord of the Rings. With the, I want to see she, Ellen Burstyn, you know, let's if, do if that. she was Captain Von Trapp instead. Yes, you were correct. Yeah, yes, yeah, exactly. Good. Yeah. And I want to see Christopher I want to see Chris Riley and Requiem for a Dream. Let's 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 swap them all. You know, <laughs> I want to see that. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Well, yeah. So this we're we're covering our movies so bad that they're scary, and some of these scenes in this movie you just simply can't unsee, um, and they'll always they'll always come to your mind. But it's it's a pleasant experience. This isn't something where you're watching the movie and you're hating your life. This is right. it's still in some senses like well made and like. Nicolas Cage, well, the writing and the script and sort of like the structure of it's like problematic, but like Nicolas Cage is not what's wrong with this movie. No, he makes no, he, no. The, the, oh, no, hold on. Let me, I want, you, I want to rephrase that for you. When he's, when he's caged Nicolas Cage, it's mm-hmm. not good. When he's full blown, <laughs> wild, batshit, crazy Nicolas Cage, you know unleashed that's when it's amazing well i feel like this so this movie's funny and every nicholas cage all, all the nicholas cageisms are funny but it's not funny because he's bad it's just funny because oh here's nicholas cage doing this crazy thing <laughs> yes and that's what makes it funny he punches somebody in a bear costume <laughs> Punches oh, three man. women in this movie. Oh yeah, he all fights Lily Sobieski, and like they fight. <laughs> they yeah. fight he for sure. Tricks a woman in the fucking if, face. If you have Nicholas Cage fights a woman on your bingo card wall. multiple times, this is the movie for you. Yeah. I'm sorry. Heart. What? He did a lot of sweet chin music for these people here. He's really pulling the HBK. Yeah, heartbreak kid. I love oh, it. <laughs> this movie is great, and I, I'm so sad that not a lot of people know about it. Yeah. Seriously, well, so I, I want to get into like where I guess so me and John obviously had already seen this. Um, I'll, I'll ask John what his like personal experience is with this overall. But when it gets to Tyler and Ben, I want to hear why you haven't seen this movie, why it wasn't on your radar or why you, you know, made the choice not to see it yet. But let's, let's start with John. John, how did you encounter this movie? You know, I honestly don't remember. I have the DVD. I think I just bought it on a whim somewhere 
Nice. And then I watched it and then I became obsessed. And then it's like, and like the DVD I have is different than the, which, wait, wait, which one is it that we watched? Was it we watched the theatrical cut. So you yeah. maybe watched the extended. I think I have the extended yeah. cut because we see him get hobbled, which is like, they um, think misery uh, yeah. <laughs> and then have the bees poured into a mask of sorts and that is just mwah, chef's kiss amazing so uh, good but yeah i've rewatched it a couple of times since 2006 2007 around whatever so yeah i mean for me honestly i, I haven't like oh i think all of us the three of us anyway not huge horror people in general um, I've, you know, kind of changed that in the last few years where I've been like exposing myself to more, but I honestly don't know if I knew this movie existed. Um, I don't think I knew about like the first wicker man either. Uh, I just knew we were talking about this earlier off, off the pod, but, um, the one thing I knew about the movie wasn't even in the theatrical version. So like the whole movie, I kept waiting for the, not the bees, you know, <laughs> I was like, this is literally the only thing I knew about this. No, not the beast! Not the beast! Ah! I'm my eyes! My eyes! Ah! Ah! And then the credits rolling is like, wait, did I miss it? Like, I sat here for the whole thing. Like, I watched it all, but I just didn't. I, I, I guess I totally missed it. So, uh, but yes, it looks like it was probably on the extended version. So I just, I didn't know about it. Like, um, I think I love Nicolas Cage kind of just like everyone else does. Like when he's unleashed, you know, he's a lot of fun. Um, and you know, like we all said, like he's not the problem with this movie at all. So, um, I don't know. I, I enjoyed watching it. I'm glad we finally got around to it, but I think I, I want to go back and watch the original now. Cause I'm very curious to see what, yeah. uh, a, a well done version or like a, not an unhinged an, a hinged version of the story, uh, would actually look like but yeah 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 I, uh, i'm gonna I, interject real quick before you go yeah no worries so we, we had the conversation before we started this ben ben asked do we do the theatrical version do we do the extended version and my biggest worry in which i which i chose was that i would choose one that wasn't the one that i had seen and therefore they'd have a different experience than i had with it mm-hmm. and so i did this a little bit of a google research and based off of what i found it, my my hesitancy with the extended cut was I didn't want them to like fix things like yeah oh this was weird now we fixed it and now Ben and Tyler get a less weird version so that was my worry and I looked into it and I saw that okay the theatrical version has this weird James Franco scene at the end and the extended cut just seems like it prolonged the sacrificial scene mm-hmm. and so I was convinced that the the theatrical version was the only version I had seen but now. Uh... Now, as we're hearing about the bees thing, I, I thought the bees thing was in the theatrical version. Uh, and okay. so now now I'm sure that I saw at least 10 years ago, I probably saw the theatrical version or the extended version. Now I feel bad that I chose the theatrical version for <laughs> for this viewing. Anyway, go ahead, Tyler. Well, I mean, I, I was actually kind of happy because like I think most people that have any exposure to this movie, they know about the bee scene like. It's you see it on Reddit or on Twitter. Well, you know, you see that all the time. It's it seems insane. And I, I won't lie. I was a little bummed that I didn't get to see it, even though I've already seen it. But I wanted to see it in the full context. Mm-hmm. But yeah, even having said that, I was kind of glad that I saw, I guess, a different version of the ending. I liked mm-hmm. how we could just hear what was happening to him because he's going full cage in his reactions no my leg like he's specifically calling out the things they're doing you're hitting my leg with a hammer you know like i was like how most of the credits with like his his yell it's like how many how many nicholas cage movies can end like that where you just hear like a last cry (laughs) i mean he's clearly doing it for the visually impaired yeah yeah, it's perfect describing what what the sounds that they're hearing and everything right Oh my Thanks femur. Um, <laughs> yeah. It sounded a lot like um when in Austin Powers when they drop Will Farrell down and he's like not dead and he's like, Why yeah, did oh, you yeah. you just shot me? Why did you just shoot me? It's just like Right. If somebody could open the retrieval hatch down here, I could get out. See, I designed this device myself. Oh, hi. Good. I'm glad you found me. Listen, 
I'm very badly burned, so if you could just... You shot me! Okay, moving on. You shot me right in the arm! Why did you... Very clearly, but obviously this was not meant to be funny, but that's kind of right. what I was thinking of as we were listening to that. Um, but like, you know, much like uh, everyone else here, I enjoyed all the Nick Cage of it, and I actually really liked when he was hinged as well. I thought it was pretty fun to watch him like gumshoe around the island and pick locks and do smart detective stuff, you know? I was like, I could actually I could actually get into like a real noir Nick Cage yeah. detective movie. You know what I mean? Like obviously I want him to go full cage every now and then, but like I don't know. I kind of liked I watched I liked watching him drop his stupid little one-liners like <laughs> when he walks into the into the tavern for the first time, he's like, Oh, it must be ladies' night. Must be a ladies' night. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> He's yeah. got these like crazy little one-liners, and I don't know. I really dug him as Detective Cage. So I could have, I could have watched that. Well, I did watch it for one hour and what forty minutes or whatever. Um, and as like as for why I haven't seen it until this point, I mean, I don't, I don't think I have. I don't think I made a conscious decision not to watch it. I just never made a conscious decision to watch it. I'd always mm-hmm. been interested because of the B scene. I wanted to know like what that was all about. And, yeah. you know, I, I actually, I mentioned this earlier and I do think like, I do think it's like so close to being like an actually good movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if like, it is amazing. Producers, shut up. <laughs> I mean, I agree with you. I, I've, I had so much fun watching this movie, right? Like I was thoroughly entertained. I was, I've laughed more than I laughed during most comedies. Like mm-hmm. I was, I was losing my mind. I texted the, the, the guys in our Slack thread. Like I, I had to thank Matt for picking this movie because I just, I was having such a good time with it. The classroom but, scene where he goes in and wipes down the board oh to write God. his name. And you're like, well, that is in the original as well. But when oh, Nicolas okay. Cage does it, yeah. you're just like, what is happening? <laughs> exactly. He's such a dick. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, I'm from California. And like, just, yeah. I don't know, man. I just, I really had a, a great time with it. And I just think like, I wonder if it was direction or producer notes or, you know, couldn't pick direction or, or whatever. I don't know. Cause I'm just like, this is so close to being awesome. I mean, let me rephrase that. It's already awesome, but it's so close to being like actually like good too. Mm. So I'm just I'm just curious. Like I don't know what happened with it. I guess it doesn't doesn't really matter because I had a good time in you either way. But um, maybe it was yeah. the flashbacks, like when he would flashback to that car accident that he totally caused. Uh, uh, yeah, like <laughs> just yeah, they kneeling go back, down. And, yeah, they go back to that too many times, and I'm just like guys we're, we're done with this that was the, the that was the first real guttural laugh i think i had in this movie <laughs> is when he's on the ferry and he looks up and sees the girl and then all of a sudden like the semi comes in and just takes her out it's like oh my god what like i replayed that moment it's like that did not just happen like is this what we're headed into like i loved it oh, so man. much like oh this is you're going back to this well quite a bit i'm sure well that's a great segue to our next segment i think we're going to have our elevator pitch, but honorable mentions are more than welcome because there are a lot of just. Yeah. Oh, my God. Scenes so on this many good scenes. How do you yeah. boil it down to just one? Yeah, we're going to we're going to figure that out right now. Um, so our elevator pitch segment is if you had to watch this or excuse me, if you're stuck on an elevator with someone and you had to get someone to watch the Wicker Man and all you had with you was your phone, which scene would you show them to try to convince them to watch the movie? Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? And so I, I, I know, John, you're expressing. I don't. There's some doubt here. Oh, uh, I just want to be like, watch this whole goddamn movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We are riding totally. this elevator up and down however many times. <laughs> I think the real answer is the bee scene, but I think we should exclude mm-hmm. that, like the bee helmet. I think yeah. we should exclude yeah. it because it's already like a meme. So. I don't know if the scene I want to pick is I think I just love this scene so much. And it's the scene that prompted me to text you guys that I was dying in this in the Slack thread. It's in, it's the scene right before he like rolls down the B hill, which is also a, a funny scene. You can show yeah. someone. But when he's he's <laughs> pushing his bike up that hill in the forest 
and he stops to help the dude load the logs and just makes the, everything <laughs> so much worse. It just bails. <laughs> yeah. He just get he he makes it worse for the dude, gets a sick burn on the dude, and then just rides his bike off. Like I I understood they needed to show us that to show like the men in servitude and everything, but yeah, the way he went about that scene, I like I had to pause the movie. I was laughing so hard I yeah. couldn't breathe. It was just so ridiculous. Oh, I and, and I don't know if anyone else would think that was as funny as I did, but it just it just hit like the timing of it was just so perfect for me. And like, why, why, like, why did it, why did that have to happen that way? And I'm so yeah. glad it did. But, and then every, after that point, like every 10 minutes I had to pause the movie cause I was laughing at another thing. And I think that just like set up every punchline from then on. And so I think that's what I would show someone. And I think I would know that I was the only one that's going to get anything out of that. But I just <laughs> yeah. I love that scene so much. It was just so silly and stupid. <laughs> it's it's so good. I like the one I think real anytime scary... he rode his bike, actually. Sorry. Yeah. And then yeah, just every time he rode his bike, I just I I, I it was so funny. Like, yeah, I guess they don't have cars here, but it's like right. it's hard to look like authoritative when you're on your little so Schwinn. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's so funny. Um for me, the only kind of like scary part was him getting trapped in the water you know um yeah, totally. and i like i never obviously like thought about that but it's like yeah how would you keep yourself alive like if you're gonna fall asleep like do you like bend your arm through the i don't know you know like whatever you do but my scene that i would do is after that once he gets saved um and he's talking to you know sister willow and he's got the doll and he's like this is her doll is like how to get burned how to get burned how to get burned how to get burned <laughs> it's like yells it five times at her and oh I, I loved it so much i'm like yeah he's probably losing his mind after saying that little whatever that was you know water hole thing right after that he's like well, how did it get burned then it's like <laughs> yeah. well I'll, I'll see you later <laughs> like, yeah, just like, like i'm leaving the house yeah uh, so i that that's the scene that i would pick i i really i loved that a lot how to get burned how to get burned? I, How to get burned? How to get burned? I don't know. And I mean, just one of my favorite line readings, just a quick honorable mention is when I forget exactly what the context is, but one of the sisters is like, do you have permission to charge in and disturb? But he's like, I don't need permission. But then he ends the whole round with like, you have my permission to stay out of my fucking way. <laughs> it's like, yeah, man, for sure. You tell everybody. <laughs> like, it's just, oh, so good. I figured it out. I figured it out. All right. Cool. I think. I think I'm I think I will actually show the classroom scene because mm. it gives you everything you need to know about what's happening in the movie. Totally. Um, you get a little unca- uh, unhinged cage. You get the creepy looks from all the women, especially when they're like, you know, it's penis time or whatever they say. I don't remember. Will you tell us what man represents in his purest form? Yes. Phallic symbol, phallic symbol. <laughs> School's really changed since I was a kid. Um, oh, phallic symbol, phallic, phallic symbol. symbol. You're like, yeah, yeah. okay. Um, but the honorable mention will be. <laughs> I do love it's penis time, though. It's penis time. That's what the it's girls were penis time. It's that's penis basically time. what they're saying. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's what men are for penis time. <laughs> um, but the, my honorable mention will be Nicolas Cage punching the bear because it's like, yeah yeah like that is that is along the lines of like the bees and how to get burned and and like and that moment (laughs) like especially when you know the full reveal it's like so they knew it was him in the bear suit i think they just let him walk all the way across (laughs) (laughs) someone out like yeah it's less carrying if you just make him walk his belt they meticulously planned this gaslighting murder like he had to go along all of these things that they had to like you know as a tribe get together and be like okay so this is what's going to happen these are the roles these are your (laughs) scripts this is what's going to happen like yeah when you really think about all the planet like the 10 year planning that they did and then at the end of the movie the next 10 years that they're inevitably going to be planning like right come on yeah he's gonna come downstairs he's gonna punch sister beach (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was a cool reveal because there were so many times that I was like rolling my eyes. Like, why would Willow not just tell him X or not just tell him mm-hmm. Y? Why would this person not do X and not do Y? But then when it got gets revealed, it's like, oh shit, like it was a whole thing. It was a whole plan and they executed it perfectly. And like, 
that's why I just feel like I don't know. I want to see the first one, I guess. I want to see the original and see how how it all goes down because I was like, this should be such a great movie, and it he is just not for the reasons we mean great. <laughs> he doesn't punch somebody in a bear costume in the first movie. I'm so sorry. <laughs> to I'm Spoiler, I'm <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> well, s- similar to John, I have a hard time narrowing it down to one. I think if I were to pick one just trying to think of one of the more bizarre things similar to the bear costume is when like he goes into that room of the kids playing around the table with the masks on just like knocks off their masks. Yeah. Like, take those masks off. <laughs> take the stupid masks off. He's like screaming at these kids. And, like this, this would get me to watch a movie immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, Nick Cage, I, torturing kids. <laughs> yeah. That's called uh, mom and dad. Sorry. <laughs> what was the woman's name? He, he walks in and she says, Oh, you look worse for the wear. And he does punches her in the face just <laughs> knocks her out like oh I not just, Kristen Johnson can't or whatever yeah I don't remember yeah. the other names but I just there was just so many moments like that like I thought I was gonna have an aneurysm I was laughing so much. Well, then he, he he gets that girl off the bike at gunpoint like yeah. get off the bike and <laughs> just pedals away like, okay <laughs> that was probably my favorite bike riding scene yes yeah. <laughs> yeah. so the like, there's yeah. one thing that they never answer and it's like what's the deal with the twins like there's a, there's a ton lot of, of twins. twins in the movie yeah. um, they, they never answer it in either version it's like so, a working theory going but i can't remember what it was we have that like l- doctor lab with jarred fetuses and everything i wonder mm. if I wonder if it was maybe it was so they could have like plausible deniability. Like, no, mm. the girl's right here. We didn't burn her at the stake, you know. Like, maybe, maybe I don't know. Because the there's the there's the creepy. older twins. There's the phallic symbol girls in the classroom. Mm. There's the teacher and the other one who he steals the bike from. Yeah, or yeah. whatever. Wait, yeah, I'm confused now. He steals so many bikes in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> He's super cut of that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, just yeah just him riding through the forest on that silly little bike <laughs> but also like i have a hard time believing that like they're gonna get away with this like he told his friend about this like it's not mm-hmm. like that dude was in cahoots right yeah exactly. no but it's the female cop that's in cahoots with everything oh, oh that's, that's right. right so there's oh. there's the possibility that she wrote the letter to like get him there but like, so a, we see the mom and, we see the mom and daughter the same reveal as the cop like how did they get out of the car or like was like how did that all happen well so they say that they haven't found the bodies yeah uh, from that accident but i think that's just a separate i don't think they're actually part of the summer's isle i think that they are two different okay i thought i saw them gotcha Gotcha. He he needs therapy. That's the he really does. He has PTSD. Yeah. He has some PTSD <laughs> them everywhere. Bottom line. One, oh, another thing that was just killing me so much is he would get in the water and then the next scene, which is ost- ostensibly like two minutes later, his entire suit dry. Yes. I loved it so much. I just, just can we talk about so him much. though? Like when he thinks he finds Rowan on the dock. Yeah, and he yeah. takes off his jacket and that like spinning dive that he it's does incredible. where he just like jumps to like I love that so much. Like that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. It's like I don't know, like if he I think he just like did that. Like there's no way you're planning that or telling the director, like, I'm gonna do a cool jump. It's like, no, I'm just I'm gonna Imagine being oh, on man. set he does that for like, did you tell Nick to <laughs> We were yeah, we were rolling, like, right? Oh, Make sure we got that. Just let him be. Just and then like the, the double fake out of like, oh, oh yeah. like, oh wait, no, it's like, oh man. <laughs> I just I love that dive a lot. No, it, what, what a bizarre double fake out too! Like he yeah. wakes up and there's a corpse on his lap. He's <laughs> yeah. like, "What the freak?" Then, oh man! Like also if a, that wasn't a fake out, did someone just like go put a corpse on his lap? Like, yeah, exactly. Oh, laying. Oh, he's just, he's asleep. Let's go put Rowan's corpse on his lap. <laughs> Now's the time. <laughs> we got him. I love this man. I love Nicholas yeah. Cage. Yes, without a doubt. I will make the argument that he's the best actor that ever. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, for, for this reason, like the laughter and the joking of it, he's like entertaining it's, for sure. Yes, yes. yes. And like, what else doubt. do you really want? You know what I mean? Because, like I said, like I actually find him to be like plausible in most roles, right? Like, anytime you see him, like he, any any role he takes, like he does a good job with it, like. He's a mm-hmm. detective. He's a convict. He's his X. He's Y. He's this. He's that. Uh, he's himself. And, 
he's himself yeah. but it's just like he just finds himself in the craziest shit no one else could do face off like it ha- he has to be one of it had to be him there. and john travolta it couldn't yeah, be like anyone it was, else it was the perfect mix i mean i'm i feel like i'm on the outs on this for most people i don't love raising arizona or moonstruck but i feel like those are very popular nick cage performances um i i, mean, I don't know i mean i know people love him he's he's nick cage national um, treasure unbearable weight come on yes that yeah. was amazing <laughs> i don't know how many times i was forced to listen to the city of angels soundtrack in middle school but i do remember that movie as well <laughs> while make- wally's wonderland like i could go on i've so many i've, I've seen so many my favorite's oh my- actually probably gone in 60 seconds i think he's yeah. like great for that role especially that last like hype up when he's like getting himself going when with war playing in the background i was like that's what I think about when I think of Nick Cage. It's him like, let's roll. Like that's that's the Nick Cage for me. I love it. Yeah. Okay, let's run. You should see mom and dad. Yeah, I was looking that up. Selma Blair and Yes, him. plays his wife. Uh and then yeah. they then somehow they all the parents in this town are trying to kill their kids. It's amazing. Hmm. It looks Sold. so cool. Yeah. A teenage girl and her younger brother must survive a wild 24 hours during which a mass hysteria of unknown origin causes parents to turn violently on their own kids. So Mm -hmm. it's the purge for parents, like, which is great. It's also kind of like a zombie movie without zombies. Nice. Okay. Yeah. This, but this is another example. Like I've never heard of this before. You just mentioned it and I'm on his IMDb. I'm like, what the fuck is two eleven? What is like, I don't know half of these movies. Which is the dude one. likes to work. Yeah, he does. Well, he had to work for a while because he was in so much debt. So he right. had it. He couldn't say no. But what was the movie? There was a movie. I can't remember what the name of it was, where he hooks up with this woman who spirit ends up going into her daughter, who he has no ties to. And the daughter then tries seducing him. And then at one point in a dream sequence, maybe not sure he's reading Nicholas Cage's memoirs, but he's not playing Nicholas Cage. He's playing a character. It is bananas. I loved it. I just can't remember the name of the movie. If you know, please tell us, put it in the comments because I want to know what that movie is. Is it between world? Wait, hold on. I could. Keep going. Keep talking. I'll. I'll. Matt, I'll did fight you? It. Did you give your elevator pitch yet? I did. Yeah, I did the, the uh, masks. The masks. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Right. I have I a mean, question for you, a, Matt. As our. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just saying it's a dartboard movie. You know, just yeah. It, it really is. Pretty much anywhere you start the movie, you're gonna find something fun. And honestly, Nick Cage kind of has a dartboard filmography. He does. Yeah. Yeah. Throw something at it, and you're probably gonna have a good time. Well, I was going to ask you, like, you're you're our like resident Marvel person. Did you see his uh, Ghost Rider movies? I did. I I don't remember a thing of the second one. Okay. Um, but I remember like I I, I remember like being fine with it. Like, I mean, this was before the bar was elevated, right? Yeah, yeah. I I think it came out not long after Daredevil, the Ben Affleck Daredevil, and so Mm -hmm. it's like weirdest down to see these characters brought to the the big screen i'd be interested to go back and watch it now yeah but i remember being fine with it like yeah he had an interesting three film run here uh wicker man before this was world trade center and Mm, then after this was ghost rider so that's an interesting like run of movies there world trade center wicker man ghost rider again dartboard like he's like one of the things to work on now is he's playing dracula which i cannot wait to see (laughs) like it's gonna be him as dracula sounds insane and i love it I'm not oh, finding it, but he was also in Color Out of Space, which is an HP Lovecraft story. So yeah. that will fuck you up if you want to. Sorry, um, sorry to the dad. Sorry, whoever, Steve. 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 Steve, yeah, sorry, Steve. <laughs> but um, <laughs> that will mess you up because, like, it's HP Lovecraft and then Nicolas Cage. <laughs> Perfect combo. <laughs> Did any, any of you see Pig? No, not yet. I highly recommend it. It's really good. I watched it uh, actually about a year ago at this time. And uh, yeah, it's set in Portland and he's like a, a truffle farmer and he has a special mm. pig that helps him find truffles. And uh, it's like, it's sort of like, a, I want to say John Wick with, but with the pig, but okay. Similar, similar vibe, but 
I don't know. You just have to watch. It's really good. He's really good in it. He's like, it's it, he's he's one of those actors that like when he's good he's good and even when he's bad he's good but like he can be like traditionally good when he when he dials it in you know all this conversation is convincing me of is we need a nick cage round like i was thinking the same should. thing i'm ready we gotta do it we gotta okay. do every single one <laughs> <laughs> i'm ready we have to do this <laughs> no that'd be great there there's a lot of like nick cage movies that i'm dying to see and not because i think his performance is going to be funny or over the top or anything like yeah I, wild at heart has been on my mm. to watch list with the laura dern yeah for sure um I th- well he's in honeymoon in vegas right uh, yes yeah. i believe so yeah so yeah th- there's there's some he, he's had such a long career too it's uh it's got a lot he was, a, a, oh. he was also in crap i just saw it too the sorcerer's apprentice i believe oh yeah oh yeah that's right um yeah I forget yeah you know, and like name. obviously he was um uh, we got the noir detective side of him in spider-man into the spider-verse so good like he's done a lot of commercial stuff and then a lot of stuff that you're just like i've never heard of this yeah. movie before mm-hmm. he was great in kick-ass oh he was great in so Kick-Ass. good he was perfect i didn't in that. realize he was a coppola yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And that is how he got to fame. I was gonna say it makes sense, but I just like Francis Ford one... Coppola's nephew. I, I want to say. So. Yeah. 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 That's one thing about like about Hollywood and everything that it's always it's almost disappointing. Just like every time I look at an actor, it's like, oh, their great uncle was yeah. whoever. It's like Martin Scorsese. Even when they're great. Movie. Yeah. Even yeah. Even when they deserve it, it's just like, of course, man. Like. Without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah. He was in Rumblefish. It was one of his first movies. And that was a Coppola, a Transport Coppola movie. So it's all who you know, right? Yep. It's all who you know, man. I, I was originally going to do a Rushmore Mountain on like crazy Nick Cage roles. Uh, but I feel like we'd have a similar thing as our elevator pitch where it's like, how, like, how do you really pick yeah. one? So I feel like yeah, we just kind of did that without meaning to, too. Yeah. <laughs> like, exactly. Just gave them. Vampires kiss everyone. You need to watch it. <laughs> yeah. Haven't seen it yet. I yeah I need to add that to the top of my list. Um, so we decided to go uh, a, with a Rushmore for cult movies and not cult classic movies, but movies that actually involve cults in their plots. These are OR scrubs. Oh, are they? And uh, John, what cult movie are you picking? Uh, I'm picking the original 1973, The Wicker Man, because we should know where. This movie came from basically. Well, it's the Citizen Kane of horror movies, right? It it is the Citizen Kane of horror movies. I guess? According to one write up online, I found. I don't know. I feel like though, like I mean, this one, the Nicolas Cage one, like it's supposed to be a thriller, suspenseful, and all this, but because it's batshit crazy stuff that happens, like we laugh at it. The original one though has suspense. It mm-hmm. it builds tension, and Christopher Lee is amazing. I'm sure he is. Yeah, he's a scary guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and like it's a uh, it's a little. It, 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 they change a lot about it, so it's not that he's looking for his daughter. He's looking for a missing girl, and okay. that's why he's going to the island. And like the one thing that kind of threw me off is that in the Nicolas Cage one the island is right off of um uh uh not seattle that's the city of washington state like right. It's right off where i'm like i don't know what's there sure totally but like i would i believe that where this one is it's like right off the, another island off of uh england so it, gotcha it made sense in a way I did like that people kept calling him out, like, you're out of your jurisdiction, man. He's like, I'm a cop. It's like, yeah, you're a California cop. Like, you're in Washington right he's now. Like, and he's like, just shut up. <laughs> Look, we're not listening. Well, I don't you're care. California. That was another thing that made me laugh is he gets there and he's like, I'm a cop. They're like, what does that mean? But then when he says, I'm a cop in California, <laughs> well, you're out of your jurisdiction. It's like, well, which is it? Do you know what cops are? Or do you, like, <laughs> oh, they I know love, the law. I love when he's in the tavern and you're like, he he's drinking the mead and then he stops he's like just so everyone knows i'm a cop here (laughs) and all i'm gonna interview all of you it's like what prompted him to just decide to do that right then oh man and i like his whatever early 
Google search for Summer's Isle, like he knew to look up bee products, you know, whatever. But then he's there drinking the bee and he just like smashes it. It's like, you know, you're on an island where all these people's money comes from bees. And you're just like, nope, I'm just killing this thing. Do any of you kill bees? Don't you just let them go outside? I don't think I've ever yeah. killed a bee in my life. Maybe I'm just mean, yeah, yeah, sure. I wanted I, I thought to, that was yeah. insane. Like, yeah, you just open the window and they just go outside. It's fine. Yeah, you just have to know not to flail around them when they come to you because then they will sting you because yeah. you were perceived as a threat. Yeah. I was a message from John. Just... <laughs> yeah. The more you know. PSA. <laughs> um, it was kind of funny for him just to bring two EpiPens. Like, he doesn't has no idea how long he's going to be there and he's right. going to an island full of bees. Well, yeah. two should he be didn't good. bring any luggage. He didn't bring a <laughs> no. cell phone charger. He didn't bring any more than two EpiPens. He, uh, he might have had his wallet, I guess, but like. Maybe. Uh, yeah. And his gun and badge. And you're like, right. okay. <laughs> That's it. Real in and out job. Um, oh, boy. Tyler, what, what would be your Rushmore pick for a cult movie? Um, so I, I went with the first thing that came to my mind. And then I went and looked at some lists. And it turns out it's like the only one I've seen on any of these lists. Like, like Ben mentioned, I'm not much of a horror guy. Um, there is some stuff that I've seen, but I haven't seen a lot. So a lot of the stuff that was on the list, I don't really remember that well, or I haven't seen it. Um, but Eyes Wide Shut came to my mind immediately when I wrote when I read the prompt. And so um, I do really like the movie. I don't know if it's my favorite uh, Kubrick movie, but uh, I really do like it. It's got uh, Tom Cruise. The The podcast seems to be like like surprisingly obsessed with tom cruise lately so Indeed. it fits it fits the theme recently and uh so yeah i'll, I'll go with eyes wide shut nice. nice we know you're real barry linden head we know that's where your cooper is. yeah that's right <laughs> <laughs> give me barry i mean linden. just that just that what was the aperture lens they made like i don't know oh, a point yeah, eight aperture or something like yeah, that something crazy. crazy i don't know i love that uh, I went with uh, a kind of a cheat here, a little bit of a double feature for Ari Aster. Uh, my my pick, the first thing I thought of was Midsommar. That's my favorite of the two, but um, Hereditary, I think, also just needs to be mentioned. That's like they're both very cult heavy um, in different ways, and they're both creepy and like, I don't know. I, I It's weird. Like Midsommar is more of like a comfort creepy film. Hereditary is fucking super gnarly i can't like uh, that's just like it's way too much uh so that yeah. it's like might be like the better movie which is fine i i respect people who think that but for me i would rather watch midsommar but either one of those you can't go wrong if you want to just be in for a really rough night throw those on back to back and yeah i don't know this is it's a it's a gnarly double feature but i think both of those movies are great so um if i had to pick one i'd go with midsommar but i think they're both worth talking about well, yes. I've never seen Midsommar, but when I said that Eyes Wide Shut came to my mind first, I actually Midsommar came to mind first, but I've never seen it. I think nice. I started watching it once. I watched the first like 15, 20 minutes and I was into it, but we're, I turned it off for some reason. Mm. But so I, I agree. Midsommar, all 15 minutes I saw of it. <laughs> it's, it's a trip. After it's a that, after that 15 it, minute mark. Yeah. Like that cold I, open is wild Ooh, and, yeah. and rough yeah. but like any and then when you get to sweet the sweden you're like what is happening yes. See, and i feel like midsummer is a good example of a horror movie that i am interested in watching because i trust it you know what i mean like i just mm-hmm. i don't love like cheap scares and cheap gore and all that stuff like uh, that's why I like uh, I like Jordan Peele movies. You know, they're all scary and creepy, but I trust him as a filmmaker. Like I'm going to see something like interesting and cool, and it's going to be creepy, but I just feel like it's not going to be overly so. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like Midsommar yeah. like fits that realm. It's like it's a well made movie, and people that really like movies like it, and so I feel like I can trust it. So I think you know it, it falls in the category of something that I've. I might see at some point. Yeah. Well, cause like true horror, it, it speaks to our, our vulnerabilities. Mm-hmm. And so like, it should be scary even without jump scares. Whereas right. yes, you yes. know, the horror genre for like 30 years, it was just dominated by jump scare stuff. Exactly. Which is just, it just gets old and it's not scary without them. Yeah. So it's a good call. Um, my pick would be Rosemary's baby. Um, I saw that. Yes maybe 20 years ago, maybe 10. Anyway, 
I, I always knew that it was uh, it was uh, a classic horror. I was going to be Rosemary's baby for Halloween one year. Um, nice. That would be funny. Um, anyway, that, that one's got a great reveal at the end. Um, but yeah, it's it's creepy and it's culty. So uh, I've never sure. seen it. That's a blank spot on mine. Yeah, it's a it's a good one. You say that's that's never I've never seen it, but I have a friend who has like the sweetest mother on the planet. No offense to anyone else's mother or even mine. Oh, yeah. This woman, this woman is just she's just like the sweetest. She's very LDS, you know, so she's just like I just wouldn't have expected her to have seen this movie. And we were talking to her about movies a long time ago when I was hanging out with my friend over his house. She's like, you know what movie you guys should watch? You should watch Rosemary's Baby. It's cool. That's crazy. (laughs) I couldn't believe that A, she had seen it, or B, that she was recommending it, and that C, she liked it. Like, it just, it was, it was like a, it was sort of like an alignment to my own, like, prejudices. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like, oh shit, people can be more than one thing. It was like, it's kind of an interesting lesson to learn, you know, when I was a younger boy. But ever since then, Rosemary's Baby's always like stuck out in my head, and it's always been attached to this, like, very sweet, loving kind surprisingly <laughs> as it should be yes <laughs> can i throw a second yeah. suggestion for this while we're of course yeah. the omen the original though not the julia styles 2006 remake oh. the original where um it, it it you know it's about um damien the spawn of satan mm-hmm. and there is like again another religious cult around it the scene that comes to mind is when somebody commits suicide i'm not saying who because i don't want to spoil it (laughs) so boy (laughs) in case in case nobody has seen it i don't want to ruin it because it is you you don't see it coming until it happens like okay yeah so it's another good one i think gregory peck yeah directed by richard donner so i don't know how well it stands the test of time and all that but like Richard Donner knows what he's doing. Superman yeah. and Lethal Weapon and and Scrooged, something we've covered on here before. Yep. I love, love it. Scrooged. And of course, the Goonies are good enough Cindy Lauper video, most importantly. I love that most video. Most importantly. Not the Goonies movie, which he also did, but just the music video. Yes. That's, that's the most important <laughs> thing. <laughs> yeah, well, I think that's I mean that's a great addition um to this. Yeah. Uh yeah, Colts. I feel like that's a that's a horror subgenre that's been being done a lot right now, especially on TV. Yeah. Um, there is something just like scary about you don't know who's in, you don't know who's out, you don't know who you can trust. Um, and you're like stuck within a system that is like pretty terrifying. So, yeah, um, I can see why it's why it's popular right now. But it's also religious persecution because like a lot of the cult movies are about somebody who's Christian going against somebody who's not mostly culty pagan and so you're like okay why are we demonizing pagans again like yeah they're peaceful creatures (laughs) this one was interesting this movie because uh i think really got the nick nick's nick cage's head when when um willow was like don't trust anybody here she's like oh okay so she knows she's like in a cult but this is like a safe space for her right now but he's telling her like or she's telling him like don't trust anybody and then with the reveal at the end, it's like, oh, she was in on it the whole time. But, and she's also aware that she's in the cult. So, but she's okay with it. Like that was, that was kind of nuts. That may have also been part of her script to do because yeah, like yeah. you realize yeah. this has been a whole charade. Charade? Yeah. Right. I don't know. Let's I like go with charade. Both. Uh, and so like, it could have been that she's trying to put doubt into his head about like, no, nothing's right. Don't shh. Mm-hmm. Just yes. keep going. Yeah. Keep digging. Yeah. Yeah. It creates trust. Yeah. At least exactly. with her. Yeah. That's a good point. Is there anything anyone else wants to talk, say, or mention about this movie before we close? Everyone needs to watch it. Yes. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a, it's well worth your time. Like, despite how bad it looks, and you'll see that it has like a three star rating on IMDb and 15% on Rotten Tomatoes, all that stuff. Like, I promise you, you'll have a good time watching this movie. It's so much fun. <laughs> like yes. go in with the right expectations, right? Like just know it's going to be silly. Nick Cage is going to be doing a whole lot, but it's, it's fun. It doesn't really drag. And uh, yeah, it's worth your time. 
like I've seen it. I think I've only seen it alone, not with a group of people, mm. which sounds very depressing and sad for me. But <laughs> I think, though, this is more enjoyable with friends. Yeah. Like, I can see that. watch it by yourself. Cool. Live your life, everyone. Don't, I'm not telling you what to do. But, like, if you want to enjoy the experience more, get a group of friends together. It's spooky season. Maybe you're in costume, whatever. Like, that was definitely our experience with the room. I think for sure, it's a lot better yeah. in a group mm-hmm. setting. Without oh, doubt, the room is <laughs> amazing. <laughs> and I saw that you guys also did Tom Cruise's um, uh, the, mummy. the Mummy. The Mummy. Yeah. Where I saw that one by myself in theaters, and I was so upset because I wanted to high five people the whole time. It was so bad. <laughs> oh. It's been a solid round. I've loved it. Yeah, it's been doubt. great. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's nice to watch stuff where it's like, you don't really have to dissect it so much. You can just be like, yeah, it's, it's yeah, just kind of fun. I gotta I say know. something smart about this when we talk. It's like, no, <laughs> yeah. this is Tom Cruise and the mummy. This is fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Oh man. Well, yeah, this is a great movie to cover. This has been a really fun round. Um, thank you so much for joining us again, John. Thank um, you for having me. I think I'm bullied to come on this time, but like, whatever. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Anytime. So stoked. Uh, before we close, do you want to give uh, listeners another chance to hear where you're from, where you where they can I'm find you? I'm from New York. Oh wait. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you can listen to both of my podcasts, Movie Deja Vu and Life Spot a Song, which I believe I sent you guys links at some point. Do you want me to send them again? Maybe. Um, yeah, I think I still have them, but yeah, we'll get them again. Great. There's somewhere around description. I'm pointing around. I don't know <laughs> what aspect of video you'll be using. Um, uh yeah so follow the links to both of them thank you awesome thank you and we will catch you next time see ya okay bye i've tried saying okay so try again release yourself oh release you you mean yeah fine release me just say it just fucking say it don't you swear at me you little shit Don't you ever raise your voice at me. I am your mother. Do you understand? All I do is worry and slave and defend you. And all I get back is that fucking face on your face.